Let's Get Chatty podcast with Mariel and Maria, where two relatable girls strive to bring joy to the world by inspiring other young women to embrace their identity as daughters of God. Let's get chatty. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Let's Get Chatty. This is season one, episode four. Did someone say God's not dead? My name is Maria. I'm Mariel, and we have a very special guest joining us today that we'll introduce after the prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, Lord, we pray for all those listening to our podcast today, and we ask that you fill them with the graces to embrace our identity as a daughter of God. We ask that Mary cover us in her mantle today and forever. Mary, beloved daughter of the Most High God, pray pray for us. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Like we said, we are so blessed and grateful to have one of our really good friends, Cassie, today on our podcast. How are you guys doing today? I'm so good. Thanks for letting me come on the podcast. I'm so excited. This is so fun. <laughs> no problem at all. I'm doing great, Maria. How are you? I'm good. Um, today, we got to have breakfast together, and it was super fun. It was just the three of us, and we got to prep for Let's Get Chatty, and it was just really, really nice. So that's been something I've been super grateful for this year, just having authentic friendships that we can laugh and be goofy, but we can also just talk about the Holy Spirit and God and how God is working our lives, which is something we're going to be talking about on our episode today. Um, But to start, we're just going to talk about Lent. How is your guys' Lent going? We talked about Magnify. It's a program that we're doing to help us grow closer to others in our lives and closer to God with different prayers and penances that we're incorporating um, into our daily life. So how's Magnify going for you guys? Um... It's going for sure. <laughs> I've been struggling. Like, I don't know. It's a lot. There's mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. things that I've fallen off the train yeah. <laughs> with. But it's been good. It's been very fruitful. I've had very mm-hmm. good prayer. Cassie mentioned yeah. the train. We were talking about this the other day and how I was saying, if Magnify was a train, I would be, like, falling off, like, crawling along the tracks. <laughs> and I'm not perfect we're not you know perfect at it um it still has been like super fruitful and I can tell even within our school um we got to pray stations of the cross a couple weeks ago with our magnify girls but then also the guys are doing exodus so we got to pray together and it's just been super fruitful and I think help people grow in their relationships like obviously with God but also with others I think there's been a lot more joy and Mm -hmm. yeah peace yeah and I think it's really important to remember that like no one that's done it has been perfect at Mm -hmm. it um, and even though, like, not everything is going well, like, it's hard to keep up with the readings and be consistent with that, but, like, the relationships that we have with each other are definitely growing stronger. Father Mike Schmidt said that the only way to fail in Lent is to not grow closer to God and not become more like Jesus, and so, like, you know, not doing your magnified readings every day is not failing Lent, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, really important to remember, but, um, one of the aspects of Magnify is that you can't like, watch, like, secular shows or listen to secular music, and that's something that I think everyone's been pretty good about um so the other night cassie and i watched god's not dead <laughs> cassie how would you um, how would you describe okay, and just up front, like we are not throwing god's not dead under the bus at all we know it's you know it's supposed to be it's a powerful right. message but right if you guys are listening you're the producers of god's not dead <laughs> hopefully that's not the case god bless um, but yeah we watched god's not dead too and it was very hard to watch yeah (laughs) it was so cringy like there was just so many like bad acting and the writing like I just feel bad for the actors like sometimes I'm sure in the lines it was like 
do a nod and don't say anything. Right. Like, <laughs> smile awkwardly. <laughs> yeah. Oh it was just, like, so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like a lot of Christian movies are just kind of, like, awkward and cringy like that. But yeah. um, things like Chosen are mm. super, super, like... Acting is so good, but also, like, the writing and just how intentional they are with everything and, like, really, like, they emphasize that it's not the Gospels, but they do their best to really connect it with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and we want to talk about one episode that I just, like, finished watching last night, and it was the episode, it's um, season three, episode eight, so, like, the last episode that's been put out, um, so hopefully season four will come out soon. But anyway, um, this episode was the feeding of 5,000, but then it ended with all the apostles on the boat in, like, in the middle of the sea trying to, like, row to the other side, and Jesus was, like, off praying, right? And a storm came, and, like, the waves, like, they were not getting anywhere. They could not row. The, like, the waves were way too strong. The wind was super strong, and then there's, like, lightning strikes, and the sky, like, lights up, and kind of in the distance, they just see this figure, like, on the water, and, like, one of the apostles is, like, like, what is that? And then all, they all go, like, oh, my gosh, it's a ghost. Like, ah, like, they're, <laughs> like, they are, they are freaking out. And um, isn't it interesting, too? Like, there's all these things that the apostles, like, keep being surprised about. And I'm sure if I was there, like, I'd be surprised, too. Yeah. But, like, they don't, like, they realize he's the son of God, but they still are surprised, like, that he's yeah. feeding all these people. And I don't know, just, like, the faith. Faith is super important and just keeping that faith. And... So anyway, they see Jesus coming up and they realize it's him. And Peter says, Peter had gone through, like, basically in The Chosen, they put, um, like, Eden is Peter's wife. And she goes through a miscarriage. And they're just both, they're upset at each other. Peter's not home because he's traveling with Jesus. And Peter's, like, really upset at Jesus because he's like, you are feeding all these 5,000 people, but, like, I'm right in front of you. And how how are you not caring for me and my wife, you know? And so... Um, Peter says, if it is you, like, command that I come out onto the water. And all the apostles are like, no, like, Peter, don't do it. Like, don't, don't step out. It's, you're going to drown. And Peter says, come, like, step out. Or Jesus says, come and come to me. And so Peter starts walking on water and they're like, oh my gosh. Like, so he's walking and walking. And Peter just is like, the dialogue with Jesus is so powerful because Peter's like, basically pouring out all that he's been thinking and being like, like, how, how are you not caring for me? Like my wife is a, at home alone and like, I'm worried about her and we just lost our baby. And Jesus just like, he, he says that you go through certain things, um, to like, to grow closer to him. And it's super powerful because then when Peter like loses faith, he starts drowning and he goes totally underwater. And then you just see the hand of Jesus like oh, reaching out to him. It's so God, powerful. So good. And Jesus like picks him up and just like hugs him. Oh. And Peter, Peter, oh my gosh, this is so powerful. Peter goes, he's like, like, don't let go of me. Like he says, it, he just keeps going like, don't let go of me. And Jesus is like, I have you. Like I'm right here. I will never leave you. Like, and then he's like, come to me all who are burdened and heavy laden and I will give you rest. And it's so powerful. Like I am here. Like I'm never going to leave you. Like probably the most powerful chosen episode ever. Um, and it's so like authentic, like it's so cool the way they do it. Um, but yeah, it's incredible. Just the hand of Jesus, like reaching through the water and like whatever the darkest of like whatever waters are covering us right now, like 
Jesus is reaching through and pulling us out of it. Yeah. And saying, like, I'm right here for you. Yeah. Like, oh, I will never so leave good. you. And Peter just clings to Jesus. <sighs> and all the apostles are, like, around, like, being like, what the heck just happened? Like, <laughs> Peter just walked on water. And Peter's just, like, sobbing and oh, holding on to oh Jesus. And, gosh. oh, my gosh, it's so, it's so good. Please go watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I love that story so much. That, um, there's an image of, like, the storm right outside our chapel um, at our school. And I think about that every time I enter and just like complete faith. Um, And that like when Jesus was on the boat with them, this is like a different story, but like the storm was happening, you know, and he was asleep. And they were like, how can you be asleep when, you know, we're all about to drown, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, um, he's always with you, always, always with you. But it's just like keeping faith through that storm. And um, we were talking about like, how our prayer habits were, you know, and uh, just how like right now a lot of us are like really on fire and just like Magnify is going really well. We have an awesome teacher at our school, a sister who might be a special guest later on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But she's doing like this Ignatian prayer, like workshop type thing with her class. Um, And we're both, uh, Cassie and I are in that. Um, That's going really well. Um, But we're both realizing like, this is not how prayer always is. Um, And I heard on the radio one time, Um, if you like know when the house is, when your house is like completely dark, you know, it's like midnight or something and you walk downstairs or you walk around your kitchen table or something, you never run into the kitchen table because you know, like where everything is, you know? And, um, that's how it should be. Like when you're praying, like, you know, you pray and you're, you're on fire, but then even though in those dark moments, you're still able to like go about life, you know, and you're still able to like sit in that boat with Jesus through the storm and just like trust that like when you're, when you feel like your boat is like completely about to tip over, like Mm -hmm. the fact that Jesus is with you, you won't, you won't go all the way. Yeah. And even you were talking about earlier was even at midnight when it's like totally dark, you'd be able to find your way around your house because you just know it. Right. Yeah. And that's just like the darkness of whatever struggle you're going through. Like you can still find your way because you have that connection in prayer, you know? Yeah. Eucharistic adoration has been a really big part of my life, and I don't know what I would do without it. Um, But one time, when I was, like, this was a long time ago. This was probably, like, five years ago, at least. I was in adoration. I think I was, like, subbing in for my mom's holy hour, and my sister was supposed to come pick me up. And so I was, like, in the front pew or whatever, and I fell asleep, and I was literally, like, head on my lap. Like, you could not see me over the pews, right? Little, little... 8th grade Maria or 7th grade Maria. Anyway, and um, my sister came in to try to find me, and she was like, I can't find her. And she called my mom, and my mom, I think, like, left and started driving around to try to find me. And, <laughs> um, and my sister checked everywhere, and they finally, like, my brother and my sister were, like, running up and down the pews, like, the aisles at St. Jude, <laughs> and trying to find me. And finally, like, I just remember, like, waking up, and, like, my sister was like, like, you have, it's time to go. And it was just really funny because there's, like, a couple of those stories where I, like, have fallen asleep in adoration and, like, mm-hmm. my family has to come find me. But anyway, <laughs> the Eucharistic adoration is incredible. <laughs> and sometimes, I mean, the Lord can work even when we're sleeping. So. How is the Lord working in your life, Cassie? Yeah, um, so it kind of goes back to January, but and the March for Life, um, me, Muriel, one of our other friends and Maria and sister were chatting on the bus, and I asked sister a question because I've like heard all these stories about people like hearing God's voice and like all these things, and I'm like, that's I've never experienced that. Like, what what are these people talking about? So sister um, told us about Ignatian prayer and like praying with the Bible, 
and I really wanted to um, carry that out and like because I really I was making a lot of decisions you know college and stuff like that this year so I wanted to be able to know that I was doing God's will so I took that and one night I was listening to the song me on your mind and it begins with the parable of the 99 sheep that like hit me and I was like oh that's like so great and then <laughs> um that same night I went and opened my bible and I literally opened to the 99 sheep parable in Matthew wow. and I was like oh my gosh so then I read it and, <laughs> and I really like prayed with it a bunch and I really asked God like how do I fit in like where do you see me in this I really found my like my worth in that parable and like how God sees me and that he would go after me. So we mentioned a lot about Ignatian prayer. So it's basically just like praying with the Bible or talking to God, like asking for forgiveness or talking about your identity and like the questions you like try to ask. You're like, Lord Jesus, what do you think of me right now? Lord Jesus, show me who I am. Lord Jesus, what do you have in mind for me right now? Those questions are like so powerful because they really get to like the root of it and yeah. who we really are as children of God and doesn't Ignatian prayer isn't it like you picture yourself in certain situations like one of our friends um the other week was talking to us and was like you know whatever moments that are painful to think about or things that you need to heal from like she record she was like sometimes I go into adoration and I just like picture myself in those the most lowest moments and picture Jesus coming into them and just like healing you and being there and how is God working in all this so yeah Yeah. that's so amazing yeah um but we went on a retreat last weekend and it was so good it was so so good good. yeah it was Um, literally on being a daughter of God and belovedness just kept coming up and it's like oh my gosh like literally God is so good yeah it was so amazing we had a holy hour and that was like one of the best adorations mm, I've yeah. ever Oh my gosh, to. I think it was, yeah. It was so good. But I was trying to enter into Ignatian prayer, and, like, we had heard a talk earlier about healing, and I was, like, trying to, like, focus on that, but nothing was, like, really sticking with me. And then, like, the phrase, my past is not me, kept coming into my mind. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, you know. So then I kept <laughs> saying that over and over and over again, my past is not me, my past is not me, my past is not me, as I was staring at the Eucharist. And I love doing that. I love just, like, yeah. fixing your eyes on God. <laughs> yeah. But um, that, like, phrase unconsciously, like, turned into your past is not you in my mind. And, like, as if Jesus was saying it to me and, like, me staring at him, at, like, tears immediately fell yeah. from Like, it was just, like, so beautiful. And I don't know. Like, I'm so thankful for Ignatian prayer in the way that Sister has, like, implemented it into yeah. my life at least. And it's really, like, changed the way that I pray. And I'm really starting to hear God's voice and, like hear him in my life and working in my life and stuff like that yeah it's just so powerful because he's so eager to just show himself to you yeah and one of the sisters were talking about that like one of their talks was like um that we all have like these images of god the father and how he um how we see him is a lot of them is just like false images you know and we have like we put up these walls um but he wants to show you who he really is um and he said in the gospel anyone who's seen me has seen the father um so yeah just gazing at him in the eucharist is so powerful and it was crazy because one of the other sisters did a talk um about healing like cassie mentioned um and the night before our friend had told us that she tries to um invite jesus into those past um moments where she needs to heal from and the sister had said that that she does that too 
and that Jesus is always in those moments. You know, no matter what, no matter how hard it is, he is always there. So you need to look into those, um, into those past, like really, really, really hard moments and ask him, where were you? Um, so while she was talking, I did that. And like, I feel like I couldn't even finish the thought. Like it was so, so immediate and it just clicked. Like everything clicked. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's where you were. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so, um, it's so beautiful how much he, he wants, how much he loves you, you know, and how much like, like Maria was mentioning, like he's reaching out so much Mm -hmm. and all you need is, all you need is to like look up and you can see his hand, you know? Um, oh my gosh. Ah, that's so good. <laughs> but yeah, it's so great. so powerful. Yeah, and with the 99 sheep, like it says in the parable, like you think if there's 99 other sheep and one goes astray, like the, the shepherd would want to take care of the ones that he has, right? Yeah. But like he literally goes after the one and once they once he finds that one, he does a dance. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, he rejoices over it more than he would the 99 yeah. that never went astray. Yeah, it's and crazy. we're so loved, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just amazing the way that things came up over the retreat that we went on that was on being a daughter of God. Things just kept popping up yeah. that, like, were such a common theme. Um, and it's just so cool to see the way the Holy Spirit works in that. Yeah. And, you know, like, in The Chosen, like, Jesus says, I won't, like, I'm always here. I will never let you go. Yeah. yeah. He will just go. And so crazy. God truly is not dead. Like, he's really alive and working in our lives. Um, yeah. And, oh, my gosh, it's incredible the way we, so, Mario, Cassie, and I, so we went on the March for Life together. And it seems like since that point, things have, like, kept popping up in yeah. our lives. Like, we've really encountered God through each other, I think. Yeah. Um, And I just, Mario, do you want to talk about how, like, one way that God is working in your life too. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, kind of back to what I was saying before about like how I, um, how like he immediately told me when we were on the bus coming back home, we were talking to the sister. Um, and the second, I mean, it was just like, we were all, we were all just going crazy. Yeah. Like it was every time someone said something, they were like, wait, what? Yeah. That, like that happened to me. Or yeah. like, um, so crazy. So the Friday before the retreat was on a Saturday, the Friday before we had a Bible study, um, at school in advisory and we read the Annunciation, which has always been like super powerful for me. Um, and I just love the fiat and that, that is like kind of like beloved for me, like that pops up a lot for me. Um, and we were talking about, or we just read the passage of how, you know, the Holy Spirit, like overshadows Mary and like you know and I was that word overshadowed just kind of popped out at me so I looked it up on my phone and it means to veil and I was like oh okay you know (laughs) nice that's cool (laughs) um but I was mentioning it to this sister and um I honestly don't even know how it came up but I said it and um she was like oh my gosh Mariel you just blew my mind and um she said that nine years ago she um had had did ignatian prayer um and something came up with a veil and she had no idea what it meant until nine years later talking to me about it and like so many things just like that just kept happening where every time i said um so every time i receive the eucharist i say the anima christi soul of christ sanctify me body of christ yeah it's such a powerful prayer because it's like yeah yeah soul of christ sanctify by me, body of Christ, save me, blood of yeah. Christ, and liberate me. My favorite one, I think, is like, um, within your wounds, hide, hide me. me. Yes, yes, that's like, mine too. So yes. good. 
He wants us to come to him and um, be healed through his own wounds. Um, yeah. No, it was crazy. And so I was mentioning that I really love that prayer. And sister was like, that's my favorite prayer. <laughs> um, but we were, talking about, we were talking about it. And when I prayed that right after communion, um, in thy wounds hide me, really stuck out to me. And I was like, wow, I just want to learn more about this prayer. Like, I wish... I wish there was a book that just talked about each one, but whatever, you know. And I mentioned it on the bus, and sister was like, there is. <laughs> There's a book all about each each word in that. So um, she had it at her convent, and now I have it at my house. Oh, and it's just, so cool. um, I mean, so many more things. I think we could talk about yeah, it forever. Yeah. But There's just so many Holy Spirit moments. And I feel like we're like looking for it too now yeah like, like so I, much more aware yeah like we're so much more like obvious of how his voice is to us mm-hmm. and like yeah. how little things like a book or you know something yeah. like a word like overshadow like can stick out and then lead to something else yeah and like we like each like we make connections like with like, we wouldn't have been able mm-hmm. to make the connections without each other. Yeah. And, like, that's so powerful. Like, God puts people yeah. in your life for a reason. And, yeah. like, mm-hmm. oh we my have, gosh. yeah. And yeah. we were, like, made for this time in history. Yeah. About okay, a there's a Bible tree. verse that talks about, like, how you were made, yeah, for yeah. this time. And, you know, every moment, like, you were made for that exact moment to hear that thing at that moment. And yeah. it's not that we're, like, going out looking for, like, these little Holy right. Spirit moments to like yeah. keep us going on our faith. It's just that something like we've realized over the past few months is like there's so many ways that we can see God working in little things. Right. And um it's not like we have to have these giant moments of like, oh my gosh, like ah yeah. you know, it's just like, whoa, like someone said something to me that like I really needed to hear today and I know God was speaking through them. And I think a big way that we've encountered um you know, God is through other people. There's been a lot of people put into our lives, especially this year that have really, um, yeah, just spoken to us. Sister has been such a gift to yeah, us. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love that we're just saying sister. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we'll, she, we'll introduce her later. Yeah. yeah, she'll be a guest someday. Um, but we were talking, she just such, she, the reason that she has been such a gift is because she really does um exemplify mary and she's such a good model for us um and so i i we're gonna go back to the sheep for a second yeah Yeah, cassie was talking about how like we are so much more attentive and like we can hear his voice right like it's different for each of us like how we hear his voice yeah but like we're able to make those connections through each other and stuff like that. So I immediately thought of this verse. I didn't know what it was, but I just looked it up. It's John 10, 27 and 28. It says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. (laughs) And I give them unto, I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Oh my God. (laughs) Like what we were just talking about, like God's reaching out. His hand is right there and no one, no one can take you out of his hand. And Mary and I were just talking about how much we love John. Yeah. Like, even the gospel like, of John? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even, like, the smallest thing like that. Yeah. That little connection that we both love John yeah. and that this Bible verse is in oh. John is, like, so, like, it's just, like, so. It's just another example of, like, how yeah. this, how our prayer lives have been so impacted by little things yeah. in each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And I feel like I have just been really meditating on like, not even, I just, again, just realized this now, but not even realizing it. I've really been meditating on little parts of like 
the passion, which is so crazy that it's Lent and that's just popping up for me. But like Veronica has always been super Mm -hmm. important to me. And she came up on the retreat, like the woman who wiped Jesus's face. John was the only apostle at the foot of the cross. Mary Magdalene has um, stepped out at me. And it's just like all of these things, like it's just constantly and the wounds of Christ have Mm -hmm. been pointing out at me. It's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize it. And it's like, so, oh my gosh, and there's just so many good nuggets. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, oh my so gosh, many. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so many nuggets. I can't. <laughs> there was something on the retreat that was super, like, inspiring <laughs> to all of us. And so it was Daughter of God, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers at the school that we were at um, came and gave a talk to us, and it was about being a daughter of God. And he brought his daughter, Grace, and it was so sweet because da- his daughter was, um, like, one. And one of the sisters at the retreat was holding her while he was speaking to us. And he was just talking about how inspired he was by, like, all the women in uh, his life and how he had seen God working through them and just the strength that, like, we as women have, you know? Yeah. God, is, mm-hmm. God is, like, the feminine, ge- the feminine genius. Like, God has made us beautiful. Um, and it was super cool because he was just talking, and Grace was in the sister's arms, and she started, like, she started crying. And... He he was like, you're fine, like, you're okay. And, like, making, like, just looking at her and being like, you're fine. And he handed her a bottle. He, like, handed her a blanket and, like, wiped away her tears. He was like, you're fine. Like, it's okay. And the sister was like, yeah, I think she might need you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she, <laughs> I think it's so funny. Like, I feel like everyone's had that moment where, like, a baby starts crying and it's like, uh, like, I need you to take them. Yeah. And then they're like, you're fine. But, like. Um, and then she was, she was like kind of screaming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the dad picked up Grace. And as soon as he picked her up, like immediately she was fine again. And it was just so cool. Cause like, he was like, you're fine. Like you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, that's just the father's love that like he comforts us, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, we talked about comforting, right? And we are consoled by his love. Um, and And we think that he's not there. Yeah. And him saying, like, it's okay, like, you're okay. We, like, we're like, not Like, on the boat. Like, right. he's literally right there. Yeah, yeah I like, will we, never let you go. Right, but we're, like, but then we just, like, want to run to him uh-huh, and yeah. to hold us. Yeah. yeah, or even we get distracted and we're, like, feel so lost. And then when we finally go back to, like, and we let him embrace us yeah. and love us, Yeah, it's just immediate peace. I, okay, I just thought of something that's going to be really hard to relate to all of you who are listening, <laughs> but... <laughs> Podcast intro is too relatable, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but you got it. We have a freshman great. retreat, and as seniors, we put on this play. Oh. And basically, there's this girl, and she goes through like every struggle yeah, possible. Yeah, it's she's just, like, it's called the everything skip. Yeah, and it's like all the things that you could encounter during high school that are hard, and um, yeah, like bad friends, and and there's um a like a model girl who um, like puts her on the scale there's yeah. someone who hands her pills they're just like literally everything yeah. you can go look it up it's called the everything skit it's on youtube um but at the end of the play she runs she's trying to run to jesus and every all of like the bad people in the play which i think we were all like actors as mm-hmm. the bad people were all like pushing her back but like all she wants to do is like run to him you know break free yeah. yeah and then at the very very end we're like all like trying to consume her and then jesus the like the actor who plays jesus like throws up his hands and all of us fall to the ground immediately like all the bad things that she had mm-hmm. gone through yeah 
immediately falls and he like does like a like a i'm on the cross yeah. type mm-hmm. pose Notion, you know yeah. and then um and then she's just like oh and then it's just her and him you know like they're the only people in the room yeah. and it's like so oh, he, it's and such they just, a powerful like, they walk yeah. off and like he's like showing her all the beautiful things about life and yeah it's such a powerful it's so cool like even for the seniors who had seen it before yeah i like, literally was in tears it was yeah it was so it was powerful gorgeous. and like i played the part of mary and it's really cool because yeah. mary just like comes up behind them and it's just like faithfully like there's one point where she's like at her lowest moment mm-hmm. um and Mary just comes up behind her and like puts like puts her arm around her and just like is praying over her. Yeah. yeah. And like praying for her and like always there. And even like she, she Mary's in the background, but yeah. she she has such a presence there. Yeah. yeah. She never all the other people like come and go throughout the skit, but like Mary is literally always there. Always, mm-hmm. always there. And she's like praying just like um just just the most incredible yeah. mother. Yeah. 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 And um <laughs> we're trying to imitate her. <laughs> yeah. There's been a couple moments lately where I've like accidentally said or done something embarrassing and I'm like I'm trying to imitate Mary over here. It's not working. <laughs> like I like accidentally spit out my water or something and like it's not working. <laughs> anyway. Um and I I'm just going to mention one thing that like I we've talked a lot about beloved. Yeah. Yeah. Like beloved is my favorite word ever. Um but I haven't really told you guys how that came up. And there's a whole backstory, which I'm not going to, like, talk about. But um, last year is when I... It's been, like, a year since, like, Beloved kept coming up. And it's just a word, like, simple. And it might seem small to, like, other people. But, like, it's such a big thing to me. Because mm-hmm. I know God was speaking through it. So I remember, um, you know, we talked about, like, identity and worth and stuff. And there's, I think there's all points in our life, especially during high school, where we question our worth and identity. Yeah. And I know it was during one of those moments where I was, like... Like, what does God want me to do? Like, yeah. am I supposed to go to college? Like, what are, What am I, like, supposed to be as, like, a sister and daughter? And how can I live that vocation right now? Mm-hmm. And um, I went on this retreat, and I got a marrying title. Everyone picked a marrying title uh, to pray with that weekend. And I got Mary Beloved Daughter of the Most High God, which is something that we, like, pray yeah. every time we're on the podcast. Um, and I was like, Beloved. And another person had, I mentioned in our first episode when we, were, when we were talking about belovedness, how one of the St. Jude moms introduced belovedness, the song to us. Yeah. And I started listening to that and like, oh my gosh, like you are completely loved and fully known. And then I just remember, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just um, all the time whenever I'd read something or watch something, the word beloved just kept popping up and maybe it was always there and I just didn't notice it. But yeah. even in the reading, second readings at mass, it comes up like, St. Yep. Paul addresses us as the beloved, yeah. the dearly loved. Um, and so, yeah, it just kept coming up. And, like, the Lord really spoke to me my worth and dignity through that word. Yeah. That, like, we are we are beloved. And yeah. my identity wasn't in anything that I had gone through in the past. Or the um, what other people said about me or what I thought other people thought about me. Yeah. Um, but, like, we are, we are beloved. And... Um, even the sister, <laughs> she's been a huge part of our life, and uh, we love her so much. But I was talking to her on the March for Life and just talking about Beloved and kind of the story with that. Um, and I remember I was like, okay, Isaiah 43, it's like, fear not for I redeemed you. And sister, like, grabbed my arm, and she was like, oh, my gosh, like, what? And I'm like, fear not for I redeemed you. I've called you my name. You are mine. You are precious to me. And I love you. And I'm like, keep going. I'm like, say this whole psalm. And sister's like, Maria, like this is like my favorite verse ever. Yeah. Like, and oh my gosh, it was just really cool. Um, 
because I think that we've said stuff to sister that have kind of inspired her. Like, yeah, yeah. The Holy Spirit has spoken to her through us, yeah. but yeah. she's also spoken to us yeah. things like the her. Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and it's oh just so crazy, like, the littlest things. Like, at the retreat, um, it was so it was so beautiful because it was three seniors and three freshmen, and it wasn't even planned that way, but yeah, um, seniors three, and freshmen. Three seniors, three freshmen, three sisters. Yeah. And then one of our, our mis- well, <laughs> Two sisters our campus a- minister, oh, who we just yeah, love yeah. so, so, so yeah. much. Yeah, but um, one of the freshmen found a little sticker that said Beloved mm. on it. Yeah, and I, like, literally started crying. Yeah. And, like, it's just a sticker, right? Like, I have it upstairs right now. It's, like, just a sticker with a flower and says Beloved. But I was, like, I literally started crying because I was, like, like, God is so good. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. it, he didn't need to put that there. And even this freshman who gave it to me was, like, yeah, I think, like, God worked through to you like spoke to you like through me like I was yeah. able to do that I was like yeah like so cool and but like the retreat hadn't mm-hmm. even started and I didn't like, I didn't need I didn't need to have that sticker like it's right. just a sticker like it's just words and yeah I didn't need to have that reminder but like it was a reminder and he puts those throughout our life like he is there like he's yeah. always yeah. present in the littlest moments yeah. um oh my gosh oh, so amazing. yeah it's just so incredible. We have been chatting for so long, you guys. <laughs> this is our longest yeah. episode yet. We yeah. really could go on forever. But. Yeah. But thanks so much, Cassie, for joining us. Yes. Oh, of course. I had so much fun. <laughs> yeah, 99 um, Sheep. Like, yeah, I'm so gonna, good. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone read it tonight. Um, and also, go go listen to Me On Your Mind, Matthew yep. West. So yep. good. So Such a beautiful song. Season uh, three, 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 episode eight. eight. Really, really all the yeah choices. really all yeah <laughs> but especially that one um yeah but yeah we hope that this episode gave you a lot to think about because it definitely gave us a lot to think about <laughs> yeah. even though we've been thinking and talking about this for a long time yeah um, thank you guys so much for listening and we really encourage you um these next two weeks to try ignatian prayer um and ask the lord these three things uh lord jesus what do you think of me right now lord jesus what do you have in mind for me right now and lord jesus show me who i am um super powerful um and i can't wait to see what happens to with you guys with that and um we're always praying for you today and throughout this whole lent please pray for us as we go on the march for life in illinois a couple days Mm -hmm. i'm really excited yeah and thanks again to cassie for joining us today we hope to have her back on the podcast (laughs) again soon please be sure to follow our instagram at let's get chatty underscore podcast and email us at let's get chatty podcast at gmail.com we're praying for you remember always that you are a precious child of god thanks so much god bless Oh, 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 oh,